This week on Dr. Drew After Dark. Meth is always violent. Always, always. Yeah, that's the fun thing you taught us. <laughs> meth is always violent. It might be very VR. Sad. It might be VR porn. But, yeah. but you're right. I don't know if you tried it. It's pretty spectacular. Really? Why don't you fuck your wife instead of smoke cigarettes? And don't start eating, because then you're going to get fat. Sorry, you're giving me major <laughs> so, anxiety. So, so hold on. So let me just tell you. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Yeah, everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. Very special Dr. After Dark. Phone number 800, uh, excuse me, 818-253-1693. And of course, the emails at drafterdark at gmail.com. The one and only Christina P. joins me today. Thank you very much. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What an honor for me to be here with you and especially taking live calls, which is, I think, I mean, it's such a skill and a talent. We'll and see. something I've listened to um, when you were in K-Rock and yep. I love your ability to do this. So we have resurrected live calls here on the computers. You can call in, you can talk to us. And we will uh, do our thing. We'll oh talk gosh. to you all. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> Christina's part of this uh, maiden journey. And we'll yeah. also do the usual stuff. We'll look at some video clips and we'll do some emails and uh, talk to the boot boys, all that good stuff. But before we start, I just there's an, there's an email here that caught my eye. Uh, by the way, how did, our, how did our Where My Mom's At do when we followed up? On oh, the- my God. I had people texting me like, hey, I don't mean to sound like a stalker, like who I'm friends with at my school. Uh, that episode with Dr. Drew in relationships, I listened to it two times, three times. Oh, my. It hit hard. Ooh. So if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's an episode where we go back and review a voicemail. This woman who's like, it drives my vag when my <laughs> husband has, <been> emotional <laughs> has <needs>. feelings. <laughs> this is a few episodes back, has the feelings. last one. Oh, my God. You're going to die. And and then Drew and I get deep on relationships and men and women. And just I found it very helpful. And I think Good. listeners and, did, too. And, and you know, I don't even I don't remember if we said Episode this. Episode 175. Amazing. I don't remember if we said this. No feelings. There it is. It's that one. <laughs> no uh, or is it men have feelings, too? Which one is there? Both of them. Yeah, yeah which we did one? Both. Shit. Uh, but but uh, that you couldn't even have this conversation. Men have feelings, Two, two years ago. You were, or even a year ago. You weren't allowed to talk about male, female. Oh, that's as a interesting. Thing, you know? You'd get canceled for just bringing up biology and psychology, and it's coming back. That truth, as you've re- you've repeatedly told. Thank you very much, everybody. You know what this sense, is? Sensibility, sense came back. I think because the pendulum needed to go wild, and now we're all kind of getting out of it. Needed and, to go wild. But, I don't know about that. Well, it's change, and, yeah. and a lot of good things come out of change, right? Like yes. trans acceptance is now yes. bigger than ever. Great. Yes. Equality, a lot of great. the overreaction created some things that really needed to be done, but we need to come back to reality. Except for, Uh-oh. I do have a beef that I do think it's stupid if your pronouns are like the ones that everyone thinks they are. It's a tad obnoxious and redundant to be like Christina P. She, her, like no shit, dummy. You know what I mean? Yes, and the other, like the that. flip side. Yeah, I don't. That's why it's obnoxious. We will not be calling you she, her. We're just, please, we will just please. be calling you she, her. We won't have to announce <laughs> your she, her. But, but more than that, what actually bothers me also is the they thems that get wounded and are so upset if somebody doesn't like get it right. No. Why I don't? If, that'd be like saying if somebody didn't get my name right, I would be destroyed. Destroyed. I could give destroyed. a fuck. Destroyed. You give a fuck. That's how you identify as Drew Pinsky. Well, I. You know yeah. what I like to do? I believe in grassroots efforts, and so uh, there's a they them that I see at the Starbucks I go to, and she. Oh, gosh, I'm. Get, I always get in trouble when I Come on. specify because Austin's so tiny. <laughs> And she likes to dress oddly, but in a way that does definitely court attention. Okay, Fine. The, the Go, purpose, good for her. Look at your shoes. Your I goth love shoes. it. I'm yeah. always got. For those of you who don't know, these are just these fucking are outstanding. These are boots. awesome. These are those. like, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, those are keep, shit kickers. I, yeah, I keep it real, but on the down low. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna put it out there, expect. A, a little a pushback. A something. So Not what even I a like, pushback. Just, just to fuck the, with the you. attention that so, you're looking for. Yeah. So I like to give they them the attention they're sure, craving. Sure. I might say something stupid like, "Oh, you're wearing a dog collar. Are you into pup play?" <laughs> and they get very upset with me. And Why? Tom's always like, Why? "Tom's always like, gosh, you look so embarrassed." And I embarrass her because I don't know. He, Tom, Tom, Tom is amused by me, and then probably rightly so embarrassed. He's shyer than, than He's he should be. Way socially more like uh, not. The same way I am, Mm. which is why we balance. Yes. But I believe in fucking with them. That's my job as a Gen Xer to 
to to fuck with you a little bit because I, I you're like asking the, for it. You're asking for Gen it. Gen Xers become the boomers. Okay, oh, Xer. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I love the boomers too. I know mm. everybody. And you fucking boomer. Yeah, but you know what? They changed the world and they still had fun. You guys were doing LSD and fucking in dirt ditches. These crybabies now yeah. are like, Twitter, you said something offensive. Cancel. Like, why are you upset? Do you know what are you crying about? Sex sex is way down. People are not having sex right of now. Of course. Well, because it, it's so dangerous. It, Socially. Because people get, get canceled or me too or something from well, it. Uh, yeah, I imagine. But, but there's 10% that are having shit tons. They're having it all for everybody else. And then yeah. the majority are it's having... my staff right there. Oh, they're doing it? Oh, look at that. Yeah. No fucking What's dorks. Up, no what dorks allowed on this staff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but they're so so they're they're down because they're such wimps that they're that they don't understand courtship because they're not being encouraged to court. I guess, or they're if women are being so tough on men that they're they're just like hey, I'll stay with my porn, forget it, and it's not worth it. It might be very VR. Sad. It might be VR porn. But but you're right. I don't know if you tried it. It's pretty spectacular. Really? Do I, have to, do I need a VR thing? It's like embarrassing that I've I've may have I know someone that <laughs> <laughs> might have tried it. <laughs> well, now you're you're tempting me. I need to do this. I it's, need to do this research. It's pretty great. Who, and which I, of these guys got you oh, into it? It's got to be any who's the, he's our I'm tech saying. guy. You ask yeah. any. Which you know which uh, system I need to do this properly. I mean, probably I got, the Oculus, but like, I don't... That's the Oculus. That's the one I know that. That's I'm the just, one I have. Yeah, Red Band told me which one to get. It's oh, Red the Band, Oculus. Okay. It's pretty amazing. Okay. And there's a lot of free VR porn, I'm just saying. It's, so is it the same thing as YouTube porn and stuff? No, sort of, it's no, no, but I mean, in terms of how you find level. it, is it like, like a site you go I'll to? I'll tell you when we're off, Mike, <laughs> how to get this, the good free you, stuff. You introduce me to the person that does that? It is wild, Dr. Drew. It's like it's like you're, you're really... There. Like, Oh my! I feel I feel like am I cheating? This is bad. I'm like oh, I don't think I should. Shall I eat your pussy? Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> that was it's, from that was the, terrifying. That was from the great. That was from the great. Did you watch oh, the yeah, great? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's of course that. I remember the scene. Yes. Mm -hmm. So here's here's an email I want to sure. read you. Uh, Booth boys, Drew, Christina, wondering if I secretly or a part of me secretly hates my wife. Yes. <laughs> Everyone does secretly, actually. Well, here's even more. If you're asking, I'm yes. a 23-year-old male, so he's 23. Yeah. She clipped his youth. Yikes. You know, who is pretty nicotine dependent, but uh, which I know is not good, but to be honest, helps me with focusing during the day. Or just, just don't do tobacco. You can use all the nicotine yeah. you want. Don't do tobacco. Anyone whom I come, anyway, when I come home, I do not use it. And normal things that my wife does that normally I'd love irritates the hell out of me. I don't really think that's part of me. Hates her. I just want to know what this may be. Thanks again. Piss on me. Beat me and touch my camera through the fence. Um, mm. So he may be a nicotine withdrawal when he comes home and then associating her, the cues that she gives him with these withdrawal symptoms. And so it seems like, you know, they've done these experiments where they put people on roller coasters together and they have these exciting mm -hmm. experiences and they confuse that for sort of attraction yes. with the other person. Yes. It can go negative also. So wait, she did she tell him to stop? No, nothing. It's just oh. things that he normally likes about her are irritating when he comes home and stops the nicotine. Yeah, because you you're you you want to you want to suck your thumb like the fucking baby you are because mm -hmm. you're hooked on Smokies. Well, or maybe it's just vape or something, or maybe it's even the laws. Just who the fuck knows? Uh, I've got my baby. I need to suck hey, my no, thumb. No, listen. If he started nicotine in, as a teenager, oh, that... I did. I started. At thir I smoked from thirteen to thirty. Thirteen to thirty. Are you able to stop? Well, I I got hip hypnotized. I did hypnotherapy. I read Alan Carr's The Easy Way to Quit Smoking. It's very unusual for somebody who starts under fifteen to stop. I'm very, so I'm very unusual. You are very mm -hmm, you know part why? of the revolution. Because I thought to myself, I said, self smoking past thirty is suicide. Why are you fucking killing? You well, most, know better. But most of these people that are like you, we put on nicotine replacement, gum, lozenges, and just keep them on. Don't pussies. even think about taking them off. You don't need that shit. Because to me, it was behavioral. When did I don't, we become such pussies? I don't know. I don't buy this. That it's the nicotine. Like, yeah, it gives you a little something. But I do think it's the behavior mm -hmm. that I was addicted to. Mm -hmm. Take a time out. Go outside. Collect your thoughts. Focus, whatever. And now he's mad at his mommy. But, you know, I mean, he's transferring. You're right. This, yeah. this missing a, a habit, mm. go fuck your wife instead. Why don't you fuck your wife instead of smoke cigarettes? And don't start eating, because then you're going to get fat. So Jordan Peterson got a bunch of trouble the other day for saying, you know, if your spouse is interested in you and you're like, <laughs> saw oh, this. you're like, I nah, saw this. And he's like, fuck, get it together. Have sex with your spouse. It. I agree. Dr. Laura used to say that. Yep. And people would could vilify her for saying that. But there's a certain... 
know. In being in a relationship <laughs> long term, you sort of you just you need to do that. You do uh, because you're his only source for that. And and by the way, it can work the other way too. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think a male spouse should ever. I mean, it's very. They really I mean, don't ever say no. Do they? Yeah, some of them do as it gets on later, but oh. I would never. Are you kidding? My husband I would, would never. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, do you want to eat awesome steak? And you know what I mean? Like, do you want a dessert? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like, why would you say no to that? Just yeah. bang. And also, I know it's hard when you have kids and you're like tired and you hate him and you hate your life, but that's what alcohol is for. Like, <laughs> drink w wine and fuck. Like, shut shut up. Make, put the kids to sleep. Drink, close the door. Wine, and fuck. Have I a glass it. of red wine. Relax. Get out of mommy mode. It's very yeah. difficult, but and, fuck. and and by the way, invest in a barrel bolt to your yeah. bedroom. Just a fucking barrel bolt. <laughs> the, everything else, your kids will get through. They'll take a knife and open the door and shit. <laughs> mommy, mommy, mommy. Yeah, they they do that all the way into adulthood. How many times did they catch you guys? Uh, we had one son that was like Fuck. radar, radar. He knew. We knew we were like, okay, what are we going to do to get away from him? How are we going <laughs> to, what, what's he doing? <laughs> and, but they all would do it. As soon as you shut a the door, they want to open it. It's bottom line. Of course. Yeah. Let's wait. I like to wait until the kids are passed out, just totally asleep. Anything new from them? I last I heard there was a banana peel in the chandelier. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got banana in my chandelier. I found a new hole in, in the staircase. Oh, my four-year-old broke not one, but two televisions. The first one I didn't know about because I was on the road, mm. and I don't know if someone texted me about it, but I didn't register it. Mm. And then on the other day, I was like, "Is that a fucking break? Is that broken? Is my television like a big shattered?" Crack it, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I thought that was the first offense, so I, you know, obviously disciplined that offense. So did he throw something at it, or did he hit it? Oh, with something? this one's amazing. He took a gigantic fork, mm -hmm. like a salad fork, mm -hmm. big one, and started just smashing. <laughs> Why? Was he, was he trying to get somebody on TV's attention? Or <laughs> no. Something? He was going through anger. This was the little one did this? Yeah. Isn't that normal? The big one's domain? Yeah. No, but the big one knows better because uh, he knows if he does that, that he's in trouble. his shit's over. So uh, this one's learning. The other one's learning. I see. Where that boundary lies. Does he still he call fucking, you names, the older one? Uh, Cracker is cracker, still. No, yeah. he doesn't call me Cracker anymore. <laughs> but he does. He calls me daddy lately and he calls tom mommy which is so funny and i i fully encourage it you, you guys start laughing at it immediately i'm sure oh yeah i love when he calls us names and he'll be like mommy can i call you poopy papa poopoo mama and i'm like you sure can because i don't care like i'm unoffendable and i think that's going to be a problem because i think most moms are like oh my god don't say that shit and i'm like mm -hmm. oh no no yeah whatever yeah and they've choose your battles wisely wisely that's very yeah. important oh very important well, here's the deal, man, is that he's not getting in trouble at school, neither of right. them. And I ran into the four-year-old's teacher, and I'm like, does he say shit or fuck at school? And she's like, no, he's the model of good behavior. The, the older one. Well, yeah, that guy, too. Now he's straightened his shit out. Wow. I had one incident where he said, what the hell, in the hallway, and the teacher heard it, and well, whatever. He corrected it. He Big goes, I meant to say, what in the world? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? And is there an update on your so dad smart. also? We haven't heard from him Gosh, for quite some time. I know. You is know, he around? Is he? I think he's in the, he's like the somewhere in the desert with a lady. Um, God, I'm fascinated by that man. I know. I think you should get to know him. I've asked you a million times. <laughs> I'll, I'll go make a house call. Oh, this no. is, this would be more than uh, uh, Robert oh Paul. Oh my God. This it's would be amazing. We would so bring cameras. Dark. He's so, it's so dark with him. I don't know what to, I'm still like, oh. What does your therapist say? You have to re, re no. no. Stay away. No, my therapist is like, no, you don't. I'm like, okay, I don't want to. <laughs> well, you have to kind of think through, like, if he passes away, it's are fine. you going to have any issues? Because no. cause there's. A <laughs> People said that with my mom, and I didn't. I have, to this day, it's been seven years since her passing. I'm, zero fucking regrets. I'm going to predict that that's different. With dad? Why? Because that's a different disorder that he has, you know. He's, cool. Yeah. Yeah. She. She. Huh? Yeah. She is not capable of anything, and you would definitely get nothing. Well, how do you know my it. dad's capable? He's at least capable of being entertaining, uh, and of probably expressing love when it suits him. You know, what I mean, your mom. When it not, suits him, right? Well, what and did you do with your parents? Did you? Be, did you? Um, I. Re, I. My dad uh, redeemed himself by being an amazing grandfather. 
I didn't get that, bro. We don't know. You don't give him a chance. Maybe I he did. would. Oh, yeah. And when they were infants. What do you do? <laughs> now he goes, I come back when they're four. They're boring at this well, age. Well, now at least he put you on notice. He couldn't deal with it at the baby age. They're now above four, so it's time. I'm just saying. Uh, and I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, you're giving me major so, anxiety. So, so hold on. So let me just tell you. So he, Why would I deal with he, and it? he and I never fully, there's still things I wish I had talked to him about. And when he died, I was still very grateful and was thankful. But he came around. He came around. My mom, no. No, because she was super. No. She was like your mom. Yeah, I would have and, and so I just took the position that I will get nothing from this relationship. Yeah. But there's certain things I need to do for myself to be a good son. Oh, I don't feel that. Towards impetus. your dad. None. There's not things you need to do to be the daughter of your dad for you. No. Okay. I feel like I've done that. I feel like I did that my whole life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like I accommodated him all my life. Yeah. I'm not saying accommodating him. I'm saying doing what you need to do for you to when he when he passes away or whatever. You Gosh. said, geez, I did for myself good daughtering. Even though I got nothing no. out of her. He was an asshole. He, did, he didn't disappoint. You know, he disappointed the way he always does. No. Okay. I, here's what I would be more disappointed about, uh, real talk, mm. is if I gave energy to that problem versus to my own children. Oh, no, no, no. You can't do that. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. right now- No, you would not give energy to it. I'm not suggesting that. Zero fucking point zero. Yeah. And I feel like by doing that, I'm putting energy towards something where my obligation is to my children and my well, if he Well, if he would reactivate all the bullshit if you were to come back into your life- then no, that. Then he does do that. Do that. Yeah, so That's no, the no. pattern we've had, Drew, mm -hmm. is that I will try to be like, hey, can you be normal? And then he can fake it for like two seconds and then here comes crazy town. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to do the boundary shit. But you're right. I will reach out to him at some point. How about when I find out he's dying? When, when he's actually dying, in the process of dying. Yeah. yeah. Like there, he's, he's in hospice. I'm like, I'm he, over there. Yeah. When he's, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Are we cool? High five. Fully then, defanged. Fully, fully <laughs> emasculated. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, he's so frail. And I'm like, and I you, love you, dad. And he's like, I love you. <laughs> and then that's it. And do you know the current girlfriend at all? Or do we know no, about her? she's younger than me. I know she's from some country. Natasha? Like, Phil no, 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 no. Oh, he goes Philippine. Asian. Oh, yeah. he likes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he likes. Mm -hmm. He just went like, this time around. Do you know what I mean? This I don't time know. around. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was he just a total asshole to women? I think he was, is a sex addict. Mm. So I think it's not a matter of like being an active a-hole. I think that the need to like self-soothe is greater than the need to think about other people, which I'm sure but you like understand. Any addiction. Like any yeah. addiction. It's just, it's a preoccupation. Yeah. Was yeah. your dad into any addictive? No, 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 no. He was, no. Thank goodness, no. That was not his thing. He See, was just straight up. He was a not, you would think he was the greatest guy on earth, but it sort of that was a covert narcissism. That you know, oh, you know. he was a narcissist, mm. but he didn't have any addictions. No, no, mm -mm. he was just an asshole. He was not an asshole. It's, it's different. The narcissism is very. He, he he's like my dog. He needed yeah. to be. It needed to be all about him all the time. Y yeah, a and anything that diverted from him and what his needs were were met with extreme aggression. With, with you yeah. know, like destructive impulses. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think I got some of that in my fam, too. Well, your mom for sure would do yeah. that. Well, my dad's a little immaturity of like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Like kicking Right, that's very different. Yeah. That, that's the alcoholic <laughs> addict stuff. Is he alcoholic, too? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right. Come on, what do I not have in this family? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to some calls, shall we? We got live calls lined up. Yeah. This is going to be great, great, great. I'm so excited. Uh, oh, my God, see. text my nanny back. Don't be rude. Uh, oh, here's a good one, Christina P. Here we go. This is uh, Amy from New Hampshire. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hey there. Welcome. The first call of the whole series, oh, Amy. Congratulations. A girl. Yeah. Oh, the girl. And, and by the way, our female callers, I listen, nothing against our male callers, but I prefer our female of callers. Of course. Obvi. Obvi. Yeah. All right, Amy, what's going on? Um, so I'm calling um, regarding my husband. Mm -hmm. um, every like few months or so, he has periods of vomiting for like a whole day sometimes longer yep he can't hold down any food any liquids um a couple of times he's gone to the hospital um oh this has been going on for like a few years now how long has he been um, smoking weed excessively hyperemesis oh, cannabis hyperemesis i cannot i i'm gonna put you on 
speakers because he can hear you. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a yeah. banger so, already. So, what was your question? I said, how long has he been smoking weed heavily? Because cannabis hyperemesis has become so freaking, my own daughter had it. And, uh, you know, we saw multiple gastroenterologists and no one ever asked, are you smoking weed? And it's it causes these episodes of extreme vomiting. Um, and people are very unhappy and they get told that it's reflux and it's their gallbladder and blah, 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 but we can't do anything about it. It's the weed and it's unfortunate. And, uh, you, you can, you can kind of get it under control if you stop smoking so much as that's probably how he gets it under control. Probably, you know, backs off and it, it's, he probably isn't smoking as much all the time and then gets into the hyperemesis, but it's very miserable. And it causes esophagitis yeah. and all those other things that the esophagitis. doctor says you have. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Sounds like vagina, <laughs> vagina, vaginas. Wait, so do you, are you smoking pot, dude? Is um, that what this is? Yeah, I smoke for pain management usually in the evening. You know, I don't smoke all day; just in the evening, take a few hits and get it, comfortable for bed. But is it um, evening right now? <laughs> no. No. I didn't smoke this morning. He didn't. Uh, okay, didn't no, smoke. He woke up feeling not well this morning, actually. So this was a perfect day to call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's kind of unusual to you know sort of only be doing it. And I, are you doing dabs or some heavy dosing stuff? I did do dabs. Yeah. Yeah. So once once you get to that level, that's where the hyperemesis tends to kick in. Uh, and even on occasional basis, if it's daily, it's enough to give you hyperemesis. So what's the source of the pain? No pain right now other than just nausea, vomiting. And no, but thought, the typical source of pain is that he had a back injury um, years ago. Yeah. Stop. The, taking something for back pain is a bad idea, whatever it is. You get physical therapy, do exercising. Everything that alleviates the pain intensifies it over time. It's called hyperalgesia. Mm. And so you got to stop all that shit. I mean, if, and if you really have chronic pain, you should be on something like Suboxone. Uh, and just don't stop, you know, don't keep saying I need the weed to relax. We need the weed for the pain. Oh, you know, it is decent for pain, but not on a daily basis, particularly if you're having hyperemesis and chronic pain. It tend, you know, op anything that activates that endorphin system tends to cause hyperalgesia over time. So except for Suboxone. So uh, good luck, my friend. Just don't waste your money on gastroenterologists and ERs. It's pretty miserable. Like I said, my own daughter had it and she was destroyed a fancy couch of mine. I was still <laughs> mad at her for it. And she had like spontaneous, she, she would have spontaneous vomit. Like if she laid down, she'd vomit. If she's watching oh TV, my, she'd vomit. This sounds terrible. And for for oh. like two years and nobody ever asked her, you, do you smoke, are you dabbing? Do we? Now she's sober a year. So, and I, all of it went away. All of it went may away. May I just point out mm. how fun that was to watch you do? I feel like you're clairvoyant. I'm like, like a mind reader. Yeah. Yes. That I'm was like, fucking rad, dude. Thank you. I, you were I, like, I, are you smoking pot? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Common things happen commonly. Yes. Yeah, so, so I didn't know that could happen. So it happens as a result of not smoking. You said no, no, it happens from smoking. Yeah, usually Jesus. a little heavier than he's doing it. But once you, what I've noticed is once you graduate to dabbing, and you know, it's like 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 you're taking a blowtorch and you get the cracks. Yeah, it's the crack version of weed. Oh my once you graduate gosh. to that, that's when I see the hyperemesis tend to really go up. Wild! So, I didn't even yeah. know this should happen. Yeah, sorry. that was cool. I love when you nail it like that. Uh, let's it's so see. exciting. Let's talk to this one. You're like, and his voice, too. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm like, I feel bad for him. It's enough. Hi, John. Hi, Mommy. What's up, Mommy? Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me on, Dr. Drew. You bet, buddy. Here we go. What's your question? Do we lose um, him? My question is kind of a complex topic. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I guess, controversial nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, it's regarding environmental factors that can influence sexual orientation in humans. Oh, um, interesting. To make a long story short, I read a study showing how um, exposure to the toxic mercury can um, turn heterosexual birds uh, homosexual. So and, um, let, let me let me before you sort of re, sort of take us through the literature yeah. that you've read, let, let me just uh, tell you that there's something going on that way. Seriously. Uh, well, and I don't want to take it all the way to where John, I think, wants to take it. But in terms of sperm counts being down, reproductive, really? testosterone's down. And I would recommend a book to you. Testosterone is the lowest recorded history. Yeah. And, and I, yes. And I would recommend a book to you. Maybe you already read of it. It's called uh, Estrogenation. 
Estrogenation. Oh, you think it's all the estrogen in the in the soybeans? Plastics. Or is it the Plastics. feminists taking it's, away uh, men's there's balls? There's. <laughs> well, it could be all right. It could be all of the above, right? The it, feminization of society. No, no, no. Men, men, when they are, you know, when they are in positions of power and they feel powerful, their testosterone tends yeah, to go up. Sure. So back to what we were talking about earlier with people not having sex. You know, they're sort of timid and afraid. When do we become such pussies? We need to stand up. Yes, okay, I we, agree. It's in our best interest biologically as well as psychologically. But estrogenation, I interviewed this guy. He's a really interesting researcher. And there's a group of scientists that have grave concerns about the effects of plastics on uh, circulating estrogen level. And they, the case is rather compelling. Oh, um, I don't know. And by the way, there's concerns about the vaccine and there's concerns about COVID. And there's, you know, there's all these things that are maybe also coming to bear on our testosterone levels. Now, how that manifests behaviorally, I'm not in a position to, you know, even theorize, but I, I am concerned about uh, it. Dr. Uh, yeah, buddy. Um, just, just really, really briefly, I just want to tell you what I read. It's, it's very interesting. Um, there's a study from the University of Florida showing how uh, mercury exposure conclusively turns heterosexual birds homosexual. No, I, I understand and what you're saying. Birds are dinosaurs. It was, it was Very different that, systems. I understand. I, I know there's and a lot of stuff like There's it, a lot of stuff out there. As, I, I, yeah, mercury I, also acts as an endocrine disruptor in humans. And yeah. there's studies showing how mercury is a causative factor in autism. And then there's studies showing how those on the autism spectrum with a clinical diagnosis yeah. have a significantly higher likelihood yeah. Of identifying yeah. as LGBT, buddy. But oh, can't well, you but find that, studies that, for but everything? That, but that, but he, but he is onto something, though. That mm. that there are concerns. I don't. I'm not going to take a position on this. But people have raised concerns. It's not LGBT. It's more on the T side. That there's a significant uh, transgender population that have uh, spectrumy types of stuff, mm. and people are wondering what you know whether the correlation. Mm, it, whether that should be addressed is really sort of the question. Is that just the way it is? And that should be addressed. But, yeah, so, but I mean, mercury turns mercury no, can hey, turn hey, birds. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. What your mercury is converting? <laughs> is that the next T-shirt? Mercury turns birds. We are. Gay. They, you get way more exposure <laughs> to mercury eating salmon than just about anything else right now. So, so eating it, salmon will make you want to suck dicks. The, 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 unless Stay you're away a girl. From salmon. Unless you're a girl. Right. If you're a guy, and then I don't know like, what happens to you. But yeah. but but the point is, there's many different kinds of weird research out there showing how. Putting rats in a high density population makes them gay. There's all this stuff out there. Don't don't spend any time with that. I think I think the the thing that's interesting. Go get laid, kid. Right. Go eat some red meat. That's how we the boomers did it. Put some lead in your pencil. <laughs> that's what the get off the computer. Go, well, what happened, John? By the way, thank you for the call. I think it's actually thank an you, excellent John. point, and it gave me the opportunity to recommend that book for people that are interested in that. But 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 whatever happened to fun? I know. I agree. It's uh, there's a, and you know what's interesting, and I and I see it in the entertainment industry. Go go to uh, Apple TV and just see what the new movies are. It is like bummer, other bummer, <laughs> double bummer, bummer classic. But it's like, dude, when are we? I feel like this is a reiteration of the '70s because you were telling me that the '70s were a bummer. Oh, I feel like so. But they but, met. They. They were a bummer. Things were really <laughs> fucked up. Well, things are really fucked up in this things time. Things are psychologically fucked up. We're, we're, we're in such a better place in terms of restaurants and lifestyle and things we can do and getting around and free, you know low price flying. Uh, so many things are cool. The phone and the computer. There's so many things I that are know. amazing now. In the 70s, everything was a bummer. <laughs> everything was a bummer. And every TV show, go watch some Tiffany sitcoms. Everything, Dad's coming home. He's African American. Son, just no work for people like me out there. And he was right. That was there was nothing for anybody, and especially if you were of color, but, it was but, terrible. But the Zoomers are saying there is no work for everybody. Am I right, Zoomers? That there's no work. Where's Josh Zolo? He's is no he work a that they want. No, no work, Zoomers in here. No, oh. work, no work that they want. Well, it's look, different. they're, they're but I don't blame them for that. By the way, them. it is tough for them. I get but, it. But can I tell you something? I'm having a party because I love TikTok. I love, I love, um, this culture is great for fun. I think if you, if you allow yourself to have it, it's there for the it's taking. It's part of this. We do not include <laughs> this in the rational revolution, but fun <laughs> needs to be part of the rational revolution. I mean, I think, I think Benjamin Franklin was having fun. He was having he, he fun. He was, you know, taking air baths. Nude. I don't know what that is. Is that maybe, um, maybe because of the pandemic and people were trapped inside and they were told having fun would kill grandma. 
So, you know yes, what I mean? So maybe right. we're in that refractory. Was the, yes, I think that period. was the final phase of the end of fun. Uh, it was already well underway. Well, look at entertainment. There's no fun in entertainment. You know, a Show friend of mine no uh, right pointed out something that I thought was kind of interesting. She, we were talking about the Me Too thing and how it was, you know. That was it, no fun. It was no fun. No, it was and, the and unfunnest it, time. And, and it kind of went a little, I don't want to say it was non-justified, but it went too far in terms hysteria. of there, there being no dis due process or anything. Yeah. And she said, you know, we were sort of primed to that because of the way Trump talked about women. I thought, oh, that's oh, interesting. Oh, that's kind of interesting. It's like it was, it really like was a pent up feeling of, of disrespect and aggression that, that Oof, broke out in the Me Too thing. I thought, well, that's interesting. Yeah, because he was too much of a relic. Like, he yeah. was way too 80s fun. Yes. And people were like, dude, what are you doing? Just shut up. Get off but Twitter. Isn't, but isn't that interesting? <laughs> Maybe that's part of the problem now. Maybe that is so uh, so culturally offensive that the whole th the fun got, got yeah, painted with that brush. He, if you're going to touch the what does he say put your hand on their pussy or something or what was his oh grab him by the, grab him by the pussy grab i mean the pussy. look and does that guy still exist not not trump per se but that type of guy this is why i gotta talk to your dad yeah <laughs> but, but but like let him exist who gives a shit like if you want to grab him by the pussies good luck stay in the Just desert don't, don't grab my time. pussy no, yeah no. like fuck right off but uh you're right and i, I noticed an overcorrection with with the younger kids yeah because i try to talk to them and they're so polite. They're just too proper. But I think it's a surveillance culture as well. If you look at the internet, the social media, imagine every time you post a picture growing up, some cunt can write whatever they want under it and insult you. Or any video you post gets insulted. There's no private space to incubate and become. So I think there's something to that too. Yes. Where everything is so highly critical. Imagine yes. that vacuum of and criticism. And you're 15. I, can't, I could never. No. I could never. I mean, I'm dealing, I deal with it now as a, I've been in 20 yeah. years in show business and I'm still like, no thanks, not reading that. Yeah. I protect myself because I know better. Yes. But not a 15 year old. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's talk to Sean from Boston. I hope he's from South here. We've got a good oh. accent going here. Sean. Hey, Dr. Jeans. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hi, Mommy. I'm good one. So I'm calling to ask, uh, I started getting gout attacks when I was 27, just oh. like my older brother and my father. Good boy. Um, I'm, I'm 32 now. Uh, before, they were maybe about once a year. And I'd say I probably drink close to the level of Brent Crystals, you know, <laughs> so pretty pretty often. Bert. Um, I was just wondering, because now they're coming on, like, every two months or so. Oh, boy. And so, be debilitated. Right, I have a so, labor so, job. So hold on. So hold on, Sean. So gout is really painful. If people have not had gout, it is horrible. It's an inflammatory, acute inflammatory joint. And any, any unilateral, asymmetrical, acute synovitis is often gout. And it's the podagra is the typical one. It's in the toe. Do you get it in your first joint in the toe? Yeah, it started in the toe. Yeah. Um, but then it goes to elbow and wrist. Ankle, it's inflammation. Ankle. Most right? recently, it, it, most recently I got it on my knee. So see the, see the, the lower right-hand corner there, that red? That is that is hot to the touch. That's a mild one, uh, hot to the touch, and and it's like pus accumulating in the joint. It's it's Ugh. awful. Ben it Franklin is, had gout. That's because he partied. He partied and he was overweight. So He's are a you big overweight? Fat, so. Yeah, and and he had the genetics. Are you overweight also? Uh, Two fifty five, six foot. Yeah, yeah, a bit, and and then yeah. alcohol makes it it's worse. Big. But but here's the deal, man. There are medication for this, and why aren't you taking it? Well, I take um, endomethacin when it happens. No, there's and medicines told to prevent it. There's a whole array now. Some of them are very good. There's old-fashioned stuff like probenicid to increase the urate excretion from your kidneys. There's there's a xylopram, you know. Well, that, I'm, yeah. I was calling to ask because I've been told xylopram and also um, uh, alpyrinol, what I believe uh, it's same. people it's in my same. family take. It's the same. Does that but, work um, for them? I was in the in the yeah it does. Okay. I was thinking though, just in the meantime, because I'm like a couple months away from hitting my health insurance ah. at my job. Mm. Um, just something to supplement in the meantime is the the only there? your only hope, my friend, is lots of water and uh, lots of fluid and cut down on the alcohol. That, that's the only thing will do. But why don't you? What about you know, diet? It doesn't diet contribute. Yeah, purines in the diet, but some people it doesn't purines? do as much as purines would be like. Um, Shellfish. Well, yeah. I try to avoid. Yeah, I avoid shellfish and yeah. try to avoid red meat. About like fatty meats. Not fatty meats. My salty. 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 No. 
Yeah, I know. And it's unfortunate because that would help your weight if you just ate meat and no, no not the other carbohydrates and all the other crap. But, but here's the deal. For like 50 bucks, you could go to a telemedicine thing online and get a prescription <gasps> for allopurinol, which would, be, which would be like three bucks or 10 bucks or something. So for $60, I bet you get the whole thing taken care of. Do it, buddy. Do it, mom. Just, okay. just, just call look. like Teladoc. Yeah, do Is a Teladoc thing. Huh? Say it again. Sorry, so is that Mommy Tina there with you? Yeah. That is Mommy Tina. Jeans, listen, a lot of people in my family have gout too from alcohol and bad diet and stuff, and there's no reason to suffer, Mommy. Go go telehealth but, and But people do are it. so fucked up in their relationship with the healthcare system. They don't understand. It's so primar- expensive. Primary care is cheap. It's expensive if you're going to the ER with a gout attack. That's $1,200 to $2,000. A, 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 just a telehealth visit could be $35. Poor mommy. $50, $60. And then they, See, that's, and they, exactly what, that's exactly what scared me. I went to the ER once because I had gonorrhea and I got, ended up with a $1,000 bill. That's an interesting story. You got gonorrhea and the gout. Everything that starts with a G. That's so cool. Gonna gout. Gonna gout. Thomas and, Aquinas hey, had the gout too. Mm-hmm. You know, gonorrhea, dude. Luckily, um, my dick doesn't swell up though. That's good. That's good. <laughs> dick gout. Can you do you get gout? And, well, there's no joints in your dick. No, right? but but uh, but you notice that uh, Sean's been looking out for it. He's worried that it might. No, it does not. It's good for you, except when you get the gonorrhea, you get all kinds of pain with that. But the thing about gonorrhea right now, it's it's multi-resistant gonorrhea. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so that means no back. They can't kill it. With well, drugs. what'd you have to take? What'd they give you? Uh, they gave me a couple shots. This was like two or three years ago. Though. Okay, so that's it was before the up. before the real but resistance. Good for you. Up. You're having fun. You're getting laid. Find a good go shop. Find a teledoc. It's the simplest thing in the world to treat this. Uh, and the they are generic medicines. And remember, generic medicines are cheap. They're inexpensive. Yeah, they're nothing. It's they're, good that you're saying that because I didn't know that was a possibility. It's like telehealth, and then they just write you a script, and then it comes in the mail or whatever. That's it. Or you that's go to the so pharmacy good. and get it. I mean, it's just it's so ridiculous that people are so f- afraid of the healthcare system that they yeah. wait until they go to the ER. When you walk into an ER, you're paying for all of that. Those Sucks nurses, that so machinery, bad. all that infrastructure, you're paying for that when you walk in the door, as opposed to the, a doctor sitting on the phone with no office overhead who can make $150 an hour doing four calls an hour and will take your information and and listen to you. Dude, I remember when I went to the ER when I was 26, I fell off a Razor scooter and they gave me a Vicodin and they charged me $600 for like two Vicodin. I'm like, are you fucking insane? The, the, for a pharmacy the did? The ER. Because no, they the gave ER it to me the, in the ER. Oh, really? But then, then that was back in the day when the prices were different than the, the cost were different than the prices kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it was all fucked up. That was crazy. Hey man, we, I brought in when Susan was, um, in with her high risk pregnancy, I I brought in all her meds. We'd bought them from the outside and, uh, they charged us for them as though they were administering them. It's like, like, it's like when you have to bring wine to the restaurant, the corkage fee. This is more than corkage. (laughs) More than corkage. Oh, it's retarded. Oh, here's Adam Corolla calling me. Should we, should we? Hi Adam. Yeah. Adam, sorry, man. I'm I'm actually doing a show right now, a podcast. You're on the microphone. Oh. Say hi to Christina P. Hi, buddy. Hi, Christina. How are you? We're just talking about how everybody's a pussy and nobody gets screwed. I mean, leg, gets sex laid is, and sex stuff. Sex is down. Everyone's a pussy. And why? It's got to be biological to some degree. I, I, always, I feel like the biological steering this sociological oh. well that's what we were talking about I, I recommended this book the estrogen nation and that you know testosterone levels are down estrogen is up and uh we need to kind of you know return to the basics well i mean think about everybody all the dudes are just walking around with an extra 20 pounds on them you know that's not going to help with the testosterone <laughs> yeah. right and Drew, something you said to me many years ago, which was a study that said when guys got to the position of power, they yep. had higher testosterone. I, I brought I brought that up a few minutes ago. Yep, that's absolutely nobody, categorically true. Well, nobody wants to be in a position of power now because you're attacked. Yeah. <laughs> well, the goddamn so, feminists. Feminists. Everyone's Chicks. everyone's putting on flip flops and board shorts yeah. and pretending like they're not. In, position of power yeah <laughs> uh, so that's got to be some of it yeah agreed it's agreed and, and then and then as you say women are sort of in charge and men are afraid men are sort of cow they're sticking with the porn and not having relationships and not having fun 
Yeah, I would just say, because I don't want to hijack your podcast. <laughs> Uh-oh. I feel, I feel bad. Um, I think no, you women... Don't. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I would say this about women. Be careful what you ask for because you're getting what you asked for for the last 30 years and it's not good yeah 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 which part the uh going to the military i think that's terrible no, the, the i don't want to do men that are sort of count they're, they're sort of becoming yeah. more feminized and they are less male in the orientation one thing i hear from women all the time is where are the men where are the men where are no men yeah they're they're all like you they're all chicks right but remember this from the past machismo oh yeah i yeah. R- remember like in the 70s and 80s oh big macho man mm. you know i don't need you to hold the door open for me all that crap it's all come home to roost now <laughs> and now the woman and the man are in bed in the middle of the night and they hear something downstairs <laughs> and they got to play rock paper scissors who's going to go check it out it's true. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> I know. Because you got tough. it. Now you got it. But then there's good stuff. Like I'll I'll say, Adam, that uh I like going to con like when I perform stand up comedy, I like that the younger men in the audience are accustomed to seeing women be funny. Versus when I came up twenty years ago, it was a bunch of older dudes with their arms crossed, mm-hmm. like, oh, this bitch is gonna talk. So like there's some good stuff to the feminization of the male. Um, Absolutely. but I do agree that like, I don't fucking, I don't want to clean sewage drains. I don't want to go to war. I don't want to do guy stuff. Like that's not for me. Well, well, I think they, I think the moral of the story is, is there's always good stuff sprinkled in with yeah. the movement. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's whatever, whatever it is in society that we're talking about like there's always some good stuff but now it's time to weigh the good stuff and yeah. the bad stuff i in my mom's sort of hippie fever dream we were going to make men <laughs> into women but we were going to yeah. keep all the good stuff right right which is it was anathema. Get rid of the bad stuff right right yeah so the idea of and getting rid of any characteristic doesn't sound desirable that great all right my friend we're going to go back to potting here thank you i'll call you later thanks adam all right, Godspeed. Godspeed. Um, I feel like we, if the three of us got together, you, me, and Adam, we could solve all the world's problems. I- instantly. <laughs> Thank God we're all so I, brilliant. I want to go back to what you were saying about how we used to uh, call out people with their trauma. Yeah. What we would do. Oh, you, this is my favorite. You don't remember. We would, we would, the person <laughs> would call in. It was a girl usually. Uh, no, the guys would, would, we would, we, you, you, the women were easier because the voice was so apparent. Hi, yeah. So it would put us on alert immediately that we got to tune in and figure out what is this. She would say, we would try to do it as quickly as possible. Like yeah. if to, before more than like three sentences in, put her yeah. on hold. Yeah. yeah. And we'd pull out our wallets. Okay. And we go, a dollar. <laughs> One dollar. I can predict, I'll bet you a buck that yeah. I can predict this girl was abused, stepdad. Yeah, six, you know, six and a half, yeah. uh, or summer camp. You know, we we just yeah. could feel it. We could just the nature see, of the trauma. The nature we could just of the it abuse. was transmitted to us. We could feel God. the age. I I would close my eyes and I'd hear them talking, and I could, I just imagine what's the age of the individual I hear talking. This is yeah. a eight year old, a ten year old. I go, what? Okay, ten. So something arrested her development at ten. And so we'd start with we you know so we make our bet and uh, <laughs> we'd, we'd say you know physical abuse and sarcasm whatever. We'd, it we'd, was and, fucking so funny. And we were never wrong. No, One I of know. us always got it right. And he'd be like, Adam would be like, I'm gonna go with yes. I'm gonna, I'm go, gonna go with stepdad. With, yes. <laughs> stepdad. I'm gonna say stepdad. And yeah. oftentimes it would so be funny. things like uh, drug addicts in the home, chaos, yeah. parents split, physical domestic violence, and and one of the mommy's friends was a drug addict and touched me oh, when I was sick. Stop. You know, that kind terrible. of thing, which was so common. I know. I know. It's life. Well, people it's not life. That was that kids. was not normal. That was. I'm telling you, people go, oh, you know, it's always been that way. We were just finally talking about it. Fuck that. You think no, so? that was no. When have there been so many drug addicts around? You know, th- that oh, was the first no. thing. The drug addiction went off the chain that, you know, marriages all of a sudden weren't lasting. Domestic violence was way up. And by the way, in the 70s, in the cool 70s, 
Whatever you're into, man, it was good. Kids are just like little sexual beings. I don't, like, don't even. Know, I'm okay. gonna fucking puke. All yes, right. Let, let's try it. Let's try thank it with. You. Well, I, don't, I can't do it yet with what? the calls. What? Guessing trauma, but oh, we haven't had any yet. So you have to. We got to get screened for some good ones. But let's take some. Let's watch some uh, videos. Should we okay, do sure. Yeah. yeah. What have you brought me? I, I, I was, <laughs> have you brought me? Any man, good ones? I gotta tell you, the TikTok were like, uh, 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 you're just gonna have to wait. There's some good shit out okay. there, dude. Right. I've gone deep off. Okay, let's see what you got. Hi, welcome to my airplane home. My name is Bruce Campbell. I'm 73 years old, and I live in a Boeing 727 jetliner in Hillsboro. This aircraft was all tourist class. There was no business class, no first class. It was tourist from flight deck all the way to the tail. This is a futon sofa. This is my primitive shower. The outdoor shower was so harsh that I had to establish at least some place where I could uh, take an indoor shower. My lavatory. Lavatory. Is a temporary sink and a clothes washer. Kitchen area. Not much of a kitchen. I'm a nerd. I don't cook. 727 food service cart, which serves as my pantry. Oh my God. The microwave oven and the toaster oven are sufficient. And in fact, I almost never use the toaster oven. It's almost always the microwave oven. That's Observer. Healthy. Inspector. Captain. The sole authority for the flight. <laughs> this person may bark out orders to any of the rest and they must obey. I have no regrets about pursuing this vision. It's fun. Jetliner homes are really cool. <laughs> so uh, I have a million questions. First of all, what's with the tourist, tourist class and lavatory? His use of language was not American. Oh, tourist class. Tourist that class. But lavatory, you hear... Um, that's European. Not the lav. Yeah, the that's somewhere else. So Maybe this is a British Airways. Uh, I'm just saying he's just... I don't get American from this guy. It's just odd. <laughs> How the fuck did that plane get out in the jungle there or wherever it is? <laughs> How did he get there? Did it crash he's, there? What if, okay, what if the irony is... Because I'm assuming he, has, he doesn't have a lot of resources, which is why he's doing this. What if he's like a multimillionaire? Oh, and he's that, like, I, I flew this plane into the middle of the forest and I spent $10 million making this into my house. It wouldn't look like that, <laughs> for one thing. But that's my wish for this man. Yeah, but how did the plane get there? Where oh, is it? There's so many, and a jetliner home, as if this is a common thing. Yeah, right, like everyone has. Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I love, you know, when it comes to these euphemisms, that, th this bothers me, actually. This is not a good thing of the current moment. That people brush over serious things with euphemisms. Oh, like yeah. Like van life. We live in a van. We just go. You're that, homeless. You're homeless. <laughs> the, that chick that got killed by her boyfriend and then yes. he killed himself. Yes, I, I saw that. I saw that from the beginning. This, this is meth addiction. This is these are homeless people strung out on meth. There's going to be violence. Meth is always violent. Always, always. Yeah, that's the fun thing you taught us. <laughs> meth is always violent. And it's so funny too. Cocaine runs away from the police. Right. Meth runs towards it. Correct. If you've not learned anything, correct. Language, it's that the co the cocaine addicts, the <laughs> the, the crack users, are are hallucinating constantly by <laughs> uniformed officers. How fun! What a and cool the meth addiction. addicts are preoccupied with family, friends, coworkers, and neighbors. Cool. And call cool. the police to save them from yeah. grandma. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, it's good. Drugs are great. And and Let's oh, keep there's, doing them. <laughs> there's actually something really important here. And so and 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 Fed Smoker is our is our case in point. Yeah. Do you notice how he lived like that for years, strung out on meth, and yeah. paranoid, doing his thing with yeah. security guards and all? Yeah. Uh and, yeah. and and then all of a sudden he's dead. Yeah. That's the way meth is. Like they go for a long time and then all of a sudden they die of something, you know, usually sort of cardiovascular, but not necessarily. And that's what's going to happen on the street soon because there's so much math for so long now. It's all been fentanyl death to this point, but yeah. soon the meth deaths are going to kick in. Well, cool. I'm looking forward yeah, to those Yeah, that'll be nice. So we're doing such a great job with our, with our homeless yeah. uh, adults. Didn't they just legalize crazy drugs in Canada? I think something. they're doing stuff like that, but we're effectively that way in California. You know. California, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, you can you can use with you know, get a ticket if you're. How's you that know. going? It's it's great. We've gone from six dead a day to eight dead a day in the LA County alone. Oh boy, it's good. They're doing a great job. So yeah, in um, Canada, granted an exemption from the controlled drugs and substances. Here's what they don't get, everybody. And this is the one thing they do no not get. No criminal charges. Are you ready? Yeah. Drug addiction is progressive. Yeah. No matter who's giving you the drugs, where you get the drugs, there's a progressive element to the illness always that ends in death, particularly with the opiates. And so if you're even if it's a nurse giving you your heroin, it's going to progress. 
And they just in massive denial about that. It's really Ugh. bad times. All right, we're going to talk to Rachel. Ooh, we're getting very medical here. This is kind of... It's exciting. You like that? I like using my degree in medicine. Yours? <laughs> Good. Well, let's see what we can do for Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Rachel. Hi. Hey there. Hi, Mommy. <laughs> You're so right. I have a medical question mm. for you. Go ahead. I am 30 years old, mm -hmm. and when I was two, I was hospitalized for a fever that was ongoing, and eventually I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. They gave me medicine and sent me home, and I never had any other issues as a kid. My parents never followed up. I was fine, and then as an adult, now I have like hand and feet stiffness especially when I wake up in the morning, huh. not always, but frequently. And all the doctors tell me I don't have it. I've had my rheumatoid factor checked as an adult and it always comes back negative. Interesting. So my question is, what does my future look like? Am I, I, I wonder, is something weird happening? Is something or? weird is happening. I mean, it's not the usual deal, but, but I wonder if you have yeah. something called mixed connective tissue disease, MCTD, we used to call it. Okay. And it's sort of a crossover syndrome where people get features of various rheumatic conditions. Have you seen a rheumatologist yet? I have not. No, I, I never get that far because so, they so tell that's, me I don't have any you problems. Need to, you need so. to see. There's so, this, this, that morning stiffness is such a specific symptom of rheumatic disease that that mm -hmm. and you don't have other you know you don't have other sorts of joint problems through the day or anything it's always the stiffness the morning stiffness sometimes i have like burning in my feet like they've told me kind of neuropathy might be an issue yeah um i don't know if that's related to what you were speaking about i mean Again, you need a proper workup. You've not had the the real deal workup. And okay. I, yes, and don't listen to people when they go, "Oh, you don't have it." Go go to the specialist. Go, you know, what do you, where does you need to go? And rheumatologist. A room, rheumatologist. Go, and, go and sweetie. One go. of the things that you know, COVID has taught us interestingly, is that by looking at long COVID, we've started to look at other chronic fatigue type syndromes like long other post viral illnesses, okay. Lyme disease, and we're finding lots of commonalities between the amongst these syndromes and there is active inflammation in the brain in a lot of these things mm. lo and behold and forever we told wow. people eh, just do it. now the the interesting thing is things like antidepressants not for your thing so much but for things like chronic covid or, or mm -hmm. chronic epstein-barr that kind of stuff mm. they do work but it may work because they have anti-inflammatory properties oh that's interesting so things like fluvoxamine okay. and prozac are anti-inflammatory okay. via something called the sigma one system isn't huh. that interesting so it's all, but you need a proper workup. There's something going on. The morning stiffness is a very characteristic thing of rheumatic disease. And that's the thing with rheumatoid arthritis. You go, what you ask the patient is, do you have morning stiffness? Yes. How long does it take you to get up and start moving? Sometimes it's 45 minutes just oh to get the joints God. moving. You imagine how that's awful that feels? Terrible. Yeah, yeah. God Nasty. damn it. Things could be worth, Christina P. No, hey. You have your health. Your kids are healthy. That's, can I tell healthy. you, that's the best thing in the world. That's the biggest blessing. And, God damn it. And did I see... Uh, and being attractive, I think, is pretty great, too. And having white teeth. Well, I know that's important to you. I think white teeth are probably the biggest blessing. Do you use whiteners? Of course do, I do. Do you have to? Because aren't those all veneers? No, just the front two are veneers. Okay. And then I... So you got to get everything um, to match up. I use the whitening trays from mm. my dentist every so while. I got to do it. How often? Oh, once a quarter. Oh, that's bright, a, bright, oh, you, do the, right you do the big, the whole full the deal. Tray. The full, the real thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just put the tray in with the gel. But they have stuff they can do. You can do every couple of weeks if you want. You know, mm, I'm not that heavy into it. Mm -hmm. I like to live my life. I enjoy my coffee and such. <laughs> but your teeth are so white all the time. So are yours. But I use those. I use them every few weeks. I use them, well, what do you do? Tray. The tray. Yeah. Yeah. Every few weeks. Because I, I have to wear a retainer anyway, so I'll just put a little something in there. Oh, that's so sexy. Does nice. uh, Susan love your retainer? It. Yeah. <laughs> It's good for the vag. Yeah. She dries that's the vag. such a vag <laughs> lubricant. When a man and, talks about his retainer. And by the way, if, if you go down there when that <gasps> stuff's uh, seeping out from around the retainer, it can burn. <laughs> right? Cool. <laughs> wow. Did it turn on for you? <laughs> so hot. Hey, did I see Tom and Bert interviewing Tom's trainer? Is that? Oh, it? maybe Shane? Shane? Sean? 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 Is, that, is that what I saw? Is yeah. That up there? How, what? He's oh. great. 
No, I he. I saw a female. Adriana Chechik. Oh yeah, what's her deal? Oh, she's a porn star. She's a porn star. Why did he say? What, they said he was his. I didn't watch the whole episode. They said uh, this is I his won't training. watch it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, she's a. Porn she seemed star. lovely. She was here, and I got to see. I got to meet her in passing. Yeah. But I try not to watch two bears because I'm like, I don't need to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> That's his the other thing. The shit that thing. Bert pulls out of Tom. No thanks. <laughs> don't need it. That's that part of Tom. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I I have people. You guys sort of did this to me. You. you um, <laughs> You, you pull out those fourteen-year-old parts of yourself, but of course, the, are, those are, are fun. They're deeply submerged, but they—they're there and they can come out. Yeah. And uh, I thank you for that. You're welcome. Rational Revolution. Everybody. <laughs> Let's see another video. Oh, this guy's cool. So this is a whole line of talks I've curated. These are men doing martial arts in their apartments. And, you know, they just like to show you their cool moves. In, are, do they talk about it when they come back to the camera or anything? Sometimes. Gonna... There's one guy that's like, okay, this move. He's got his nunchucks and he'll like walk you through what he's doing. Do they think, so do they sharing with other dudes? Are they trying to press women? Do it's we... both. I think it's both. It's like, look how strong and fit I am. And then like, maybe girls will like it too. Oh, it seems like that's a strategy <laughs> would fail pretty quickly. And if they would get some immediate feedback, you know, are there women that uh, would like that kind of thing? No. no right. No, only troubled. And yeah, what there's a lot it? going on. Oh, what's that, Andy? What, what are you saying? There's some women that like it. Oh, there's there's a bitch for everyone. Yeah, what you mean? <laughs> some bitch out there likes that. She's like, damn, he's really swinging those nunchucks. Fuck, oh, how's he do that? For sure. There's a bitch for everyone. Des <laughs> bitch for everyone. <laughs> Describe that woman to me. What is she like? She's Describe overweight. the nunchuck woman. Yeah, she's I mean, where she's oh, she's overweight. She's living in a trailer. That kind of thing. Or I mean, I'm not a damn <laughs> profile. <laughs> damn. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a nunchuck twirler, so I wouldn't know what the that community twirler. is like. I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know so. what it occurs to me? It, it, you can help us with this, Annie. You have two white people up here talking about female preferences and stuff. I yeah. bet there's ethnic differences amongst, you know, whether it's Asian or black or whatever yeah. that, that are subtle that we're not aware of. Well, amongst, meaning the well, nunchuck community is white, guys. No, I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm yeah, saying about what yeah, women yeah. are find attractive. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and, and we never, we can't get at that unless we get some help. So anything we can, any, anything. Well, we just, I, we just can't. We and you're half black. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm half. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold up. What you saying? I'm saying that there are, I bet there are y You want to know how to pull a black chick? Is that what you're no. asking me? <laughs> what you asking me? <laughs> well, yeah, know. now that you mention it. In a roundabout <laughs> way. <laughs> that was sort of yeah. what I was getting at. How would Dr. No. Drew pull a black chick? No. That's a great question. Okay, go ahead. Let's, uh, let's have at question. it. Let's get there. Oh, you don't got you already pull black chicks, I bet you. Why, now, black, why would that be? How would you know that? Black chicks love you. You're Dr. Drew. Why? Bro. Why would that be? Because you smart as fuck. You a man's man. You know what the fuck? So yeah, smart, yeah. smart as black fuck. Women, that's the point. So black women have very good instincts, right? They they like Dude, smart, I, you know, they're healthy. Know. They, they, oh, they find that attractive. It's not like, what else you got? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean... White girl community, I can speak for white girls. Yes. And we it's, like you too. it's all over the map. Sometimes bitches like <laughs> stupid shit. Like Sometimes bitches be stupid. Yeah, like he's, so, he's just like looks hot. And those are the superficial yes. white girls. Yes. So and that's then, all trauma. Yeah. That's all fitting with trauma. It fits. And, but most of the time, my white girlfriends are like, ew, but he's not attractive enough. Or he's like, ew. Like this guy may be a 10 on every other level, but because he's not aesthetically perfect they'll be like fuck that guy now, women didn't and you're used like, to be what are you doing? women didn't used to be like that no because i that's think a, that, i i don't know if that's an that might even be an social media thing but it might be an improvement to ask more of men i way. don't know oh here's what i'm saying though yeah. okay yeah. is i would take a physical five but that guy's got everything else morality mm. Maybe he's got a career that he's passionate about. Mm -hmm. He's got a great future ahead of him. He's and, a and I good would argue human. that men are getting better that way too, in terms of what they want from women. Okay, Th that's I, I don't a good know. Thing. I don't that's know. That's a good thing. But, I mean, they, but, they were very visual. We're very, very visual. That's just the way it is. But that they are sort of understanding that there's. Oh, more. that women are human. Yeah, there's definitely. Not that you're human. They don't think that. Oh, okay. So, so, <laughs> Thank God. It's so no, boring. No, that in terms of offering something for a relationship, that they've got to kind of look beyond that initial because men fall in love very easily. They're, yeah. they're, when they're love at first sight, they're usually talking about a man. Yeah. Uh, and Those are stalkers too. Oh my God, there's the best show on Netflix. Uh -uh. And I thought about you. It's called My Lover, My Killer. Oh. And I don't watch this kind of stuff, but I dialed in for Tom because he loves murder. It's a scripted thing? Or it's no, a, oh, oh. It's, a, it's a UK show and it's about what? 
stalker men primarily and there's a few psycho women in the bunch but Mm. basically like hey ladies if if a guy is doing this these are red flags he will fucking kill you eventually or these abusers and it just tracks these relationships so you're like oh this guy's ramping up he's stalking this guy's ramping up good morning julia yeah Right? Isn't yeah, and you always talk about stalker behavior, and especially with so like direct simple, messaging simple and all stalking. these ways. Boom, boom, boom. Ladies, watch this, my lover, my killer. If you if you're wondering if the guy you're with is a psycho, oh, we are so crazy as men. We really are. I know. When, when, especially when it comes to women, we just can't we can't handle it. We get overwhelmed. But yeah, because we always talk about the stalker guy, and um, yeah, and it's scary how. Uh, uh, you're just like the family is always like, oh, we sense that he was a creep, but we did nothing, and I'm like. Like, there's this one nice dad who's just like a sweet beta, you know, my daughter called the police and she was very polite. And I was like, no, no, no. You know how you stop this shit? You, dad, you and your friends, you get you and five of your fucking friends together Mm. and you go to this douchebag's house and you threaten to fucking break his legs if he talks to your daughter again. But see, that kind of stuff is discouraged, don't you think? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Like, if someone was stalking your girl, wouldn't you be like, hey, fuck face or hire someone else? No, no, you, 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 you have to look. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that's spiraling out of control right now, and it's not just stalking behavior. It's some of the political stuff, and it's all everything that's sort of excessive right now. People are going, "That's crazy." I'm in the upside down, right? A lot of that kind of yeah. You feel that way? Yeah. All I have is my clinical experience, right? And in the psychiatric hospital, we would get a lot of that. And here's what Aww. we would do. And often, you know, particularly with these narcissistic disorders and people start getting demanding and escalating, you they they have to be contained. Mm. We would get a group of people, mm. we'd have a show of force, and we'd walk over and go, cut it out. Stop it. Cut the fuck out. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. We, we, did anybody disagree? Stop, stop it. it. Stop it. Just stop. Yeah. And you know what they would do? Oh, oh, oh I'm, so, I'm so wounded. Oh, oh, I didn't mean anything. Yeah, fine. That's the narcissism, right? They go from extreme, they go from inflated to wounded and ashamed. And you just go, no, stop, because they will hurt people. And this is where that goes. This is the extreme version of that. Mm -hmm. You must must tell people to cut it out. Fuck off. Fuck right off. Don't fuck right off because who knows where. Fuck off and die. You you can do it in a a non You can do it in a firm way without being aggressive or or denigrating. It's like a toddler where you're like, no, No, stop. stop it. Stop it. Stop. Stop it right now. And you, and you got to mean it. Yeah. You know, and, you and there has it. to be a show of force. Yeah, oh, one-on-one, it's hard. But if you can get two, three, four people together, just guys. go, stop, stop. How about a fun TikTok, guys? All right, let's do a TikTok. Okay, let's do a TikTok. You don't stop. I'm ending my non-monogamous relationship. Okay, mm. hear me out. Mm. I'm not having a breakup with my main partner. Oh. We're still together. We are going back to monogamish life. Yeah. I'll get into it. As many of you know, my partner and I have been trying polyamory for about the last, like, seven, eight months. And we have officially decided to go back uh, to being exclusive with each other Mm. in most cases. I want to have this conversation because I don't think a lot of people have this conversation, but I do think it happens in relationships. But if people don't talk about it, people don't feel comfortable talking about it. It's a cycle, right? I'm here to talk about why we entered the relationship, why we are closing the relationship, and some of the lessons we learned in the process. That oh my we God! When you are so up in your head like this, you're, you're we're gonna need coffee for this. Oh, it's a half hour dissertation. Yeah, when, when you're when you're like three minutes left. Uh, when you're oh, in your head, that, that is down. not spontaneity. That is not emotional. That's not real. No. That is a next. That's something I'm concocting. And that is the worst that you can do to yourself. That's so true. I had Rob Eiler on where my mom's at and we were talking about these poly people and he's like, it's basically guys convincing women to do shit that they know is wrong. She knows she doesn't want it, but she's like, I mean, we decided because because it's the thing to do and here's my coffee. Like, yeah, you're right. She's up in here. Because I I should, that some concept of the perfect person (laughs) would be able to accommodate this. So I'm going to make sure that I can. I'm going to explain why I can. I can't, I can't, I'm fucking miserable. (laughs) I'm crazy. I don't want to do this. Yeah, and watch the TV shows about the multi-wife's <laughs> things. Every one of them, you find mostly miserable women. Yeah, of course. It doesn't I mean, work. Miserable women that then make the man miserable. Of course. Yeah. That guy's... The, so there's a whole TikTok lane. I know what show you're talking about. Yes. The 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 sister wives. Yes. There's a whole lane of TikToks of women who watch the show and hate Cody, the guy who's the one. That's that one, yeah. Cody, and they're like, uh, Cody's such a narcissist. He thinks he's so fucking special and he's not and all the women hate him and... 
Yeah, it's too too complicated. It, look, you, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible for two people to have a relationship. Let alone There's armies seven. of armies of therapists around <laughs> just to help two people have a relationship. Cody. Oh God. Fucking Cody. Look at this Whatever. guy and his hair. He thinks he's such. You know, it's so great. I love when Cody gets a young one. Like he'll pick a hot young one to and bring then in. Immediately, she'll balloon. Like the rest of them too, oh, because it's misery being uh, in that. They're all eating their feelings. No one's sucking on his D. <laughs> they're sucking on fucking sub sandwiches and pizza because they're depressed. Yeah, they all seem very depressed and, and they sort of Terrible. settling for it and whatever. It's just awful. And women shouldn't settle for anything. No. And they're like, he spends, Cody spends the night in my room on Tuesdays and then Wednesday he goes to his other family. And I'm like, we're fighting for this. Well, there fucking is this loser. weird thing that women do where God. if a man, likes other women or has been with other women and then chooses her yeah. that somehow that's especially appealing you know it's funny i read a book a million years ago there's something about being chosen period yes like there was a there was a homeless guy on a subway i forget what book it's from and this author was watching a homeless man on a subway go you yes you yes you no you yes and the, the author goes god i wanted him to say yes so bad a female I don't remember. Must be a female author. Man doesn't give a shit. Man's like, get the fuck away from me. I don't remember. You, but, you yes means I'm going to come get you. But there's something to be being chosen and yes. being yesed. The it's one. very, very, oh my gosh, this idea, what is it? Not the enmeshment, the idea that you'll be completed by the other person. No, isn't that where that stems yes, from? Yes, but why to be? Why you have to be, ch It's but it's always chosen amongst other women. Of course, there's something great about that. What do you think beauty pageants are? It is in our DNA to be like, bitch, you ain't hot. I'm fucking, yeah, you're cute like this, but I got this. She's got this, but I, it is just beauty, a beauty pageant. Here's how men get chosen amongst men. Yeah. Beating the fuck out of each other. <laughs> it's hot. That's it. It's so hot. Am I, gentlemen, I is there it. any other way that men, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe team building or whatever, being authority amongst men being selected to be like lead a team. There's They're different the types of hot. That, yeah, that's how you do it. You Power. just beat your chest and being like, mm, yeah. You beat the shit out of people. Like, well, you, but then yeah. there's different types of hot. So then there's that energy I'm not saying you'd be hot to be that. I'm just saying that's how men distinguish themselves amongst men, themselves. Oh, oh um, themselves. That's how they, oh, oh. they don't get chosen. They fucking fight it out. Because even beta hot, there's a hierarchy amongst the beta hots. Like, like I'm trying to think of all the professors I used to have crushes on. They were the highest alpha of that crew. Like mm. philosophy or philosophy professors, professors are kind of like, yeah, but <laughs> but in the hierarchy of that, even they were like hot, you know, because they were like the top dog of that shit. Look at that beta male have, Hollywood. I used reporter. to have a crush on um, Dr. Tory, who was like the head of the philosophy department, yeah, just because he, he was like the, the that, head of that. But shit. that's what I said. The leader <laughs> to go into leadership positions. That's one way yeah. you sort of fight your way into leadership positions. You don't get chosen. I love you that. fight. Yeah. In, amongst your peers speaking of fighting we have to fight our way to the exit here thank you so much for being oh, here it's such a privilege as you. always i love doing this thank you for talking to adam of course and, it's, the uh, best. it's fun talking to him this is great and i love our live calls i can't wait to yes, do more we'll do more we will do more and uh we also take emails and uh, do, do, we, do we have voice messages too we have some don't we, we? sure do and we have everything so keep it coming and we'll see you next time bye mommy all conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.